Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're doing another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbardton, and who is working with Sky Guy with me tonight? I am everyone's favorite Joe Butler, and I may just be introduced to the series for this movie. Oh, this is a uh, Padawan Jody Bakawil on Twitter, and th- th- this is uh, probably my favorite cartoon of all time. Okay, that's impressive. Nice. This is William Nutt, a certified worm loathsome enjoyer. Logging on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your first time on the show. Yes, and indeed. We are here to talk about Star Wars: The Clone Wars animated film, two thousand eight. Which, hey, it released in theaters and on yeah. DVD. This is yeah, true. Wow. Somebody worked, saw it. I worked at a Target when this was out on DVD. I remember there being a big display for it and all sorts of stuff like that. And me being like, well, this looks stupid. So, did, it, did anyone buy it? First time I watched it was a bootleg. I never purchased it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on TV at some point. That's when I first introduced it before the show came on. Though. Yeah, because this comes out right before the show. Like The show is also 2008. And this comes out in August 10th. And then I think it was on TV not too long after. Yeah, I remember for a bit they were doing with the Clone Wars where it was they were showing it on Cartoon Network and on TNT. Like once I think they were starting that the first couple seasons. So I don't know if they they did the TV release on one of those situations. I am not sure. I, I know the show doesn't get kind of like different after a while because mm-hmm. it, it runs on different networks. Mm hmm. One through five is Cartoon Network, then Netflix for season six, and Disney Plus for season seven. But yeah, the, the show came out October 3rd, 2008, and then the movie is August 15th, 2008. So yeah, they're really close together. Wow. Pretty sure I said on Teletoon in Canada. But yeah. <laughs> that's because you Canadians don't have. Uh, well, you have Disney Plus, right? We do. Uh, Disney Plus, I have it. That's where I watched it now. Okay. You guys yeah. don't have HBO Max. I know that. No. Because my, my other Canadian and Newfoundland friend. I was always talking about how he can't get certain. They don't get stuff like that. Some HBO stuff's on Disney Plus for us, but other isn't. <laughs> That's weird. Just because really, people, yeah. different companies. Yeah, you can like watch all the Spider-Man movies on Netflix in other countries, can't you? You could now. I get them on Amazon, but they used to be on. And now some of them are on Disney Plus here. The first two. Oh, that's cool. I can't get yeah. any of them on anything. I I own them all though at this point. So I don't own No Way Home yet. Awesome. Also, weirdly enough, the TV show is not advertised as the TV show because they uh, listed it as the final season. So if you click on the final season, it has the first six seasons and then the final season. Yeah, yeah. I noticed <laughs> that, too, on Disney Plus. It's hella weird. So, <laughs> so actually, one weird thing, too, is this movie wasn't in the timeline order. I figured I'd just get it right there. But they just ignore this movie in the timeline. I had Do a hard they? time finding it. On Disney yeah, Plus. no, it's it's under its own thing as the movie. It doesn't count it as part of the series. Yes, which this is, also takes oh, yeah, place. Yeah. Only two episodes in the entire series are before this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the series one is from season one and one is from season two. Because you've ever watched Clone Wars, the show is really annoying and it jumps through time. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's very like anthology like that. There's there's stuff that jumps around. I know in the later seasons. They kind of drop that a little bit. In the six and seven, it's dropped completely. Those yeah. are just in order. Yeah. Right. And even in like five, there's more arcs where it's a couple episodes at least in a row. Whereas in the first four, it jumps around almost episode to episode. Yeah, it, it's a strange. I mean, when this when this movie came out, I didn't realize like I, in 2008, I mean, I might have been aware that the show was coming, but didn't give a shit because I mean, I was like, what, 18? I would have yeah, been like 18 ish, 19, 20 ish at the time. So, yeah, I didn't 21 at the time. 
So I just didn't care. <laughs> yep. It just wasn't Fair. for me. But like looking back at this, like, you know, like I remember complaining when this movie came out because this wasn't my Star Wars. Except, like, for a lot of people, this is their first Star Wars movie. Like, this is what, <laughs> you know, pulls them into the series because you have a lot of kids that would have watched this and then get interested in other things. And, and it leads to it. I mean, and this also leads to such a big chapter of Star Wars in general. Oh, yeah. yeah. Generally, this does. The, I know going into the series. Yeah. The series is a lot of people that they visualize Anakin as animated Anakin because, like, the series does so much backfill on basically the the characterization of anakin in the prequels well, way better i was wait, listening to your revenge of the sith episode you had or was it attack of the clones you did attack of the clones attack of the clones and you were talking about how like there's big jumps there for him right oh yeah because i mean and that like without this like i'm actually before you before people hear revenge of the sith well, yet we, we haven't recorded yet we're also going to be like you'll hear this episode plus you'll also will hear i'm going to be watching the original clone wars show too which i've never seen before so i have a better idea like what was already out there at the time to separate the movies. Cause like this movie and this show really shows you why Anakin becomes what he does becomes Vader where from episode two to three, you don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 I was going to say, this is also like where you really get to see like Anakin and Obi-Wan, like actually interacting in the series. If you actually watch the prequels, they barely have any screen time, like actually together. No, the, the, the show doesn't. I think what this, this movie does well, cause I, so I went into this movie thinking, okay, I don't really care about it. I'll watch it. I remember not liking it. I was grabbed pretty quickly. And I'm not a child. <laughs> I'm 34 years old. And <laughs> this movie grabbed me. And I was like, I didn't expect that. Like, it's still entertaining. It can still be entertaining even to an adult. I mean, it's definitely geared towards kids, obviously. Yeah, yeah. they they hit the, the kid energy really hard. Like, going into it. I have seen the Clone Wars series uh, after, and yeah, I, I do quite like it. But coming back to this and as like the beginning, you can definitely see like, ooh, that this was it was a little rough starting. Yeah, like, I mean, this I, is also a very contained piece. I feel too, like you don't need to know a lot. I mean, if you know the prequel stuff, that's fine. But even if you didn't, you have enough to enjoy it. You know, there's a war going on. You have the guys in white versus. The, you know the droids the droids are the evil like you have enough to start it yeah. without needing to know a lot uh I, rem I remember two things specifically about this movie when it came out though which is really funny and uh that? it being the weird switch because uh the the clone wars the original uh tv show specials that they had were you know cartoon and then they used the switch to 3d which i think was a weird choice because it's 2008 and if I remember correctly, like there's like a weird age where 3D animation went from being really expensive to really cheap. I have no idea why, but it just Probably did. Programs or something became much more automated in a sense. Well, no, because also, also in like animation, it, once you've built the model, essentially you can just pose it as you need it. You don't need to go frame by frame drawing each frame. Like the the original like 2D one, I know it was um, Gendy Tartakovsky, the same guy who did mm -hmm. the Powerpuff Girls. Yep. And Samurai Jack. Jack. Yeah, Samurai Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's like intense on old school 2D animation like that. And the they, animation they, looks good, though, for this movie. Like, it still holds up in 2023. I mean, so my opinion, the fights are looking good. But mm -hmm. some of those facial animations in, in the early, uh, at least in this and some of the early seasons of the show, too. In my opinion, yeah, they're, they're looking a little rough, too. <laughs> yeah, they look a little robotic when they talk to each other. Yeah. I mean, the, I took it. As well, the clones are just supposed to be robotic. <laughs> no, no, yeah, the clones, clones, fine, but yeah, 
I also noticed it like watching it. I feel like this movie, you can very much tell it was shot for TV because there's like a lot of like big close ups on the characters. Yeah. And like they aren't really emoting to be showing them off that close up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it also makes sense because I'm pretty sure this was on TV pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. No, as as far as I know, production wise, essentially they just like stitch three episodes together and put it out as a movie i'm i'm okay with that though i mean i mean it's a different time you wouldn't see that now where you go to launch the show and they're gonna make a movie first i mean you just would not see that right no, star wars so that's why but yeah it, it gives the vibe of like an anime ova almost <laughs> yeah and that's fair i mean we also gotta remember this is four years after i think it's four years after vengeance Sith. isn't vengeance Sith 2004 i think it's like oh four or five but like at the time yeah. Besides this, I mean, we were gonna. We were, I think we weren't even supposed to get the sequel trilogy. I think Lucas already said, "Yeah, I'm done." This is what he, he had said. Yeah, not long before this, he's like, "No, I'm not doing it now." So, oh yeah, no, this was like the the second Dark Age, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> is this the people, only this movie is, we've ever had without an opening crawl? Yeah, I think so. For Star Wars, I don't know if Solo does or Rogue, uh, Rogue One does. I think Rogue One I think Solo I, does. From what, actually, or, no. From what I remember, I don't think they do solo and rogue one it's been a while since i've seen it i'm also a solo defender i i enjoy solo that movie gets way too much shit good movie oh yeah <laughs> yeah no really exactly it's got it gets, it's adventure but from what i remember solo it just starts on him like cutting on the speeder and i think rogue one is just like a cold open to the to the planet if i'm not mistaken i need to read i'm actually gonna be rewatching those later this year yeah. for the show but i haven't in a while the uh one of the other things I remember people absolutely hating about this too was the introduction of Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, Star Wars fans aren't always known for being the nicest of assholes. So, yeah, they definitely, very, very definitely, hardcore Star Wars fans do not accept anything that is not the tone that they are expecting. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my vibe. But uh, Ahsoka. I've I come around to her later in the show, but first this and like first two seasons, the Sky Guy stuff. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also how young she looks too in the beginning, right? Well, right. well they make that joke a lot, like you're only a youngling. <laughs> <laughs> like even they think she looks too young to be there. Yeah, and that, that's why it changes after a bit. But like, I used to not like her, but like you know, when I was watching this movie, I was really thinking about the fact that like you know she's there to introduce you know, all the new audience that they're going to grab into the shows, they put a brand new character who just put into what happens, even though I was like, well, I mean, the fact that she's here means she can't, she ain't in Revenge of the Sith, so something's got to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah some, something's got to give. <laughs> like, anytime I watch, like, Rebels or anything, I'm like, well, we either know you're either dead or going to be gone, because you can't be here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can't be in the universe. Rebels retcons so many things within itself, it's hilarious. Rebels is great, though. No, yeah, Rebels well, is is good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys ever did. Uh, when I was a kid, I had the Star Wars Kids magazine and Star Wars Missions. You guys ever remember that? No, I, no, I, I don't even know what that is. It, it's like a little role playing game books that you read and got rolled dice to play your characters and you pick the characters from. And I thought Rhoda, like uh, the baby Jabba, was a retcon because in that you have to save what I thought was Jabba's son. But I went back and looked; it was Jabba's nephew, Grubba the Hut. Ah, I see. Okay. So this so reminded me at the beginning of going back and playing those Star Wars missions. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah. I mean, this also plays in some of the prejudice of Anakin. Like, you know, this is, you know, for this is the first introduction of Rex. 
is in this movie, mm-hmm. Ahsoka, like characters that become a big deal for the Clone Wars and for that and for all the animated series in general. No, I'm still yeah. waiting for Rex to show up in, in Mandalorian at some point, just because. <sighs> <laughs> is he in? Well, so I know like they've back like retconned him into um, Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know if there's been any like lore of him post that. There isn't. There is. Is he going to be in the new Ahsoka show? Because I know they I mean, had an announcement of some people, but I don't know if he'd he have to be. I mean, like, oh, he's he, a big part of that. Of he, even if if not, well, I guess depending on what it's said, it, it would have to at least be a flashback because, like, him and Ahsoka, yeah, that it's their relationship is basically a key to the last season of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of it in this movie too. Like, you have a small scene where they're walking together. And she's like, well, I technically outrank you, don't I? He's like, yes, but experience outranks everything. That, that scene was cute. That scene was cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they are. Like, that's the thing. Like, I was surprised in the movie. I was laughing. I was enjoying myself. I was like, this is actually quite amusing. But it also, I mean, it Clone Wars in general fit that how bad war is. And I mean, I think this movie in a, in a small way kind of shows you how stupid the Jedi are sometimes. Like, you have it, you know. Like mm-hmm. instead of like they're supposed to send reinforcements, so they're they're going to go pick up reinforcements. They say no, no, we don't got time for that. Just fly there, bring Ahsoka, drop her off, and leave, and then come yeah. back and get your resources. Like you have an army on the ground fighting, it is more important to them to send a message than it is to wait. Like you know, the couple hours it probably would take to load up troopers. Well, yeah, no, because in in the lore, like the Jedi are not a military organization; they're essentially making it up as they go. <laughs> so yeah they're, they're a bunch of dumbasses like they basically failed to the top <laughs> <laughs> and i and i thought that mo- this movie did a good job of really showing that like right, it right. also having giving anakin a padawan which i thought was funny because she kept she keeps calling him master i'm like yeah he's not a master <laughs> but you know nothing here nor there but like i think it also helps that character so much but it's like just like in this movie it makes everything more interesting to have him working with a Padawan and not with Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is very much on his own in this movie. It's much easier to connect to the Anakin we see here than the one we see in the movies. To actually see his him oh, as a good person. <laughs> Whereas it was oh, so no. hard to see that jump, Definitely. right? It's just Definitely. so much easier to see it. Because he has that relationship and you can see all his nuances. You see his failures and where he's starting to fail. No, like, oh, God, yeah. you... I mean, especially in the show, there's a scene oh, where yeah. you completely see where he goes to the dark side. so like i like that i I always been a great appreciate of that to make that movie make more sense but like just even in this movie like i felt like you know you have all the droids you you have more super battle droids which i again makes perfect sense because regular droids are completely useless but super battle droids for anyone that's played republic commando can vouch for this those Mm -hmm. fucking battle super battle droids are an asshole to fight oh yeah no they are a fucking pain so, I mean, I didn't appreciate it until I played that game. I'm like, okay, yeah, if I was a clone soldier, these would fucking suck to see. Like, a regular battle droid, who cares? But you see one of those things, you're like, oh, no. The movie also solidifies, because watching 3, you, you're introduced to the opening, and you have the scene where Anakin's like, oh, can I be a Jedi, like a Jedi Knight now, right? Or Jedi Master? Jedi Master. The Jedi Master, and they're like, no, you're you're still fine, Anakin. We don't think you're ready yet. And, you know, back when you were a kid, you're like, oh, that's bullshit. But when you watch this movie, you're like, oh, no, he's he's never ready. He's still like a complete little shit throughout, like, his entire time during the Clone Wars. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of the thing Yoda said to Obi-Wan. He wore he's like, is, is he's definitely ready to have if had one. But is he ready to let her go? Oh, yeah. Ugh. I mean, he's not. <laughs> no, but, uh, not at all. Yeah. 
Anakin's whole thing is attachment. It's yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like uh, if you ever see the Kingsman movies, they they're doing the scene where they're uh, they have to train the puppy and then they got to kill the puppy at the end. Is the same kind of vibes as what Yoda's doing there, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> does it raises the question to me? Does that mean that he thinks Ahsoka's going to die now in this war? Is he sending her out there to die? Does he teach him a lesson? That. Or just the fact that she would eventually leave because right, you no, only exactly. train your okay. Padawan. And then in the normal situation, they would move on and you wouldn't be working with them anymore. Except for like Obi-Wan and Anakin. They, they stay together in the movies. just Well, because I, the movie said so. But I think we just see that more. Because I think like in the Clone Wars, I mean, they're together, but they're also doing their own thing a lot. So I think yeah, that's like, the idea. It's like you'd see them around on campus, but, but that's about it. <laughs> I also thought, like, with the fact, like, this whole, like, for, this movie's kind of really broken up into into three sections. But, like, on the first, like, the Crystal Planet, you have where the shield comes into play, where all of a sudden now their cannons no longer work, and they have to... And, I, and like, them working together, I mean, their plan is stupid. They go under a box, Metal Gear Solid style, and just hide and wait <laughs> with them. Metal pass Gear. <laughs> well, they did prove that beats AI. Did you see that news article? Oh, yeah. So, it can <laughs> beat Battle Droids. <laughs> there you go. Snake was on, uh, but it's just like not doubt solid snake. You think something would crush it just because it's there? Don't know why everybody avoided stepping on that box. Yeah, well, because they would have fell. I mean, those robots aren't very good. True, but the tank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess the tanks hover, but yeah, I mean, they do avoid it. But you think like the tank would just run over? They wouldn't care. Like you think they would just go off to the side and hide so they're out of the way and inconspicuous as rubble, and then just go. But they're not. They're literally in the center of the path. Yep. So it was kind of weird. I mean, again, it's a cartoon. It's meant to be funny, but. It was kind of like, okay. Well, this movie has a lot of those moments, but that's Star Wars in general. Like, yeah, I always feel like Star Wars has these weird reasonings as to why they do things, but it's because it's a story. Yeah, they, but they, they did it because the plot needs it. It's, it's fine. Don't, don't think <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, too yeah, hard. Yeah. I mean, it is cute. Like, yeah, it, yeah. it's cute how it <laughs> them standing works up with them, how Ahsoka has the idea, and Anakin gets upset. He's like, oh, I make the decisions. And then he's like, oh, we'll go with that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Because, you know, there's so much alike. Their bickering is like really hardcore. They're like about <laughs> to freaking throttle each other. It's wild. I liked it though in this. I I yeah. like the way they they talk in this movie and communicate to each other. It just the it, I thought it was good. And she's very much like him in the sense of you know she doesn't listen. I have a <laughs> so, I have a weird question. Sure. So we're all pretty familiar with the Star Wars like story, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. Does does the Emperor pretty much work both sides? Oh, God, yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then does he sabotage himself on purpose for shits and giggles? Or like, like <laughs> it's all, all part of there's a meme that goes around. That's the perfect example of it. There's that Pixar chess guy and he's playing chess with himself. Except <laughs> the, the meme is his both is Palpatine. It's essentially what he's doing is he's man, he's manipulating everything. So the Republic will win in the end. But they will win when he get as while he has full power. Okay. He never expects yeah. the separatists to win, but he has to give them some. He's making like he like in this movie you see it too, where Dooku's working with him, you know, working right with Palpatine, but Palpatine's completely playing Dooku because he never ex- has the separatists are going to win. They're just a pawn to keep the Republic on edge to keep keep the war going long enough for him to keep getting more power. Yeah, made the show look good. Because yeah. Palpatine is like that, essentially right? Vince McMahon. He, he's booking this <laughs> long term. <laughs> I mean, and got a big really strong. I think even in this movie, they do a good. You know, you know, they they show you right away, like, hey, Palpatine and you know, it's the same guy. Like, this is the bad guy. Like, they do a good job of showing you that right off the bat, no question, no hiding it. Just here you go. <laughs> One of my favorite things he says in this, actually, when he's talking to Padme, when she comes wondering what's going on, 
And he says, the Jedi's secret attempts to make a treaty with the Tuts. Like, just that quick, because he's the one convinced the Jedi to do it. But even that one line, he's like, no, he's he's in full control of everything. <laughs> he's playing playing every side. Yeah. Or you could read it the other way as he's just the master of just rolling with it. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> I mean, everything is planned. Like, even in this movie... Yeah. Everything they did when, when they rescued the hut, everything was to his plan. Just about. Well, that that can also go both ways because there's a scene where with uh, where Padme, I think she gets caught or something. Or yeah, she gets she caught. She, yep. she gets yeah, she gets caught, and uh, she says something to Dooku where it's like, "Oh, the Republic will get me out of her," and he gives her like a look, like, "Oh yeah, I'm sure they will," because I guess he kind of he knows as well too. He knows. Yeah, he doesn't realize that Palpatine is actually playing him. But he knows Palpatine is Darcidious. He just doesn't realize that Darcidious is really rooting for the Republic. It's <laughs> just <laughs> in his own in his own way. You know, he's orchestrating it the whole time. And I mean, this movie doesn't show that obviously because it's just a you know it's just a two hour three episode of the show essentially movie. But I mean, it, it starts it off. It, it starts to show you enough to see where you you know you were a kid in two thousand eight and you just saw this movie. You know, you have enough to understand these are the bad guys and get it and get entertained and buy toys. <laughs> oh yeah 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 this is this is where you can see yeah they were going to hardcore in on the toys we're just going to make the show look like the toy i, mean, it, I it, don't really like remember when... the toys at the time i mean i did work in target but i wasn't paying attention i do know there's a game for this movie too which i've never played but i own multiple copies of game for this movie i played yeah, a clone a, wars it's, game it's, it's called star vehicles. wars the clone wars or no it's republic hero star wars the clone wars republic heroes yeah, I don't know if it like, came out yeah. for this movie or if it's more for the show, but it's either this movie and the first season. It's very early, but I've always I've never played it. Yeah, and then there was also the Lego one. They did the Lego Star Wars three was just Clone Wars. Also, never played that either. But I own multiple copies. <laughs> <laughs> one day, I keep telling myself one day. I played one Star Wars Clone Wars games, but it was all in vehicles. You were driving around shooting. Uh, yeah, that was probably yeah. Attack of the Clones. Maybe the yeah that one like on Xbox. It was on Xbox, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, Tech yeah. of the Clones. Yeah. That was before this, though. <laughs> yeah. That's 2002, 2003 era. Yeah. Yeah, there there were a couple of, like, adaptations, quote-unquote, of, like, what the Clone Wars were that kind of contradict each other. Because there's there's that game, then there's the, the 2D Clone Wars, which is not in continuity with this as far as I no. know. Yeah. No, it was, it was the canon until Disney and all that stuff happens when he sells it. Because this well, is part. No, wait, this isn't even part of the merger. Yeah, no, th- this started pre-merger. Pre-merger. Yeah, this yes. is. Pre- yeah, no, he just he decided that he was going to do his own. He, I'm pretty sure he approved Tavolsky's Clone Wars, and then said fuck it and did this. Right. And then that yeah. gets retconned, even though like things from that, like this movie has Asad's Ventress, which is I think in that show. Even I've never seen it yet. She but came I'm from that. that. Yeah, yeah, oh, she, yeah, she's in that. She's okay. actually like research-wise. She's actually based on like a d- original design for concepts for episode one. She was oh. originally like concept wise going to be what Maul was essentially. I oh, think it's cool. her and um, Mother Talzin also is that where they were like concepting out because in the prequels they wanted a female Sith. I, it was either for one or for Attack of the Clones. But yeah, yeah, she comes from that concept. I like her better than Dooku. I would have rather had her in the second movie than Dooku. I don't like Dooku. I mean, he's okay yeah. in this movie, and he's okay like where he goes in the sh- in the show. But I do not like. I do not like him. I like Dooku conceptually, and I can never dislike Christopher oh, Lee. Oh, the actor is great. It's just he's the most the most interesting man in history. I just, 
don't care for Dooku in general. Like, as, I mean, he works in this in this movie too, where it shows you that you know he's trying to be a puppet master too, even though he's a puppet doesn't realize it. Like, you know, when it comes to everything that they're doing, I mean, it also shows you like you have Obi Wan fighting this you know random general that's part of the Separatist army. Like, you know, <laughs> where, so you get to see but, a little bit of that because but, again, so. they're all being tricked too. Yeah, and I, I think I, that's good. And again, I mean, this movie did have really good droid humor. Oh yeah, no, the droids are hilarious in this. I'll give it that. <laughs> I. I had the worst case of whiplash because I was I started watching this movie. And I got like thirty minutes in, and uh, Dooku shows up, and I'm like, "Didn't Dooku die in the second movie?" <laughs> and then I had to like pause the movie and Google it. I'm like, "Oh, that's right. That's where the do it meme comes from because it's do it." Anna, yeah, Anakin has him at at the you know the dual lightsabers and fix and cut his head off, and Palpatine goes, "Do it," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it's the third movie. Yeah, okay, yeah." yeah. <laughs> lightsaber scissoring position. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, you you need like that's why I'm so happy that they made this movie and then they made the show because it it really helps fill that gap. Yeah, no, for real. If, if you go just by Anakin in the movies, like if you were to just focus on that, you ask yourself like who, who does what does anybody actually see in this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. He, He's insufferable. He he goes from a fluky little kid hero to a whiny <laughs> adolescent to just evil out of nowhere. Yeah. There's no in between for him unless yes. you watch the show. Yeah. Which wasn't Pro- didn't exist. Problematic himbo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also yeah. like one thing that kind of goes along with the Jedi, like we were saying, like, you know, the fact that like when they do this mission, they only send Anakin, a small team, and Ahsoka to go rescue the hut because the whole idea the whole thing, the whole like plot of this movie is that Jabba's son, which is never mentioned again, is captured <laughs> by droids. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have him in my notes at the end of uh, Punky gets exiled to the uh, Wikipedia mines because <laughs> <laughs> he was never referenced again. Do they even say I mean, it's fine? It, it works. I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't wasn't referenced in some other thing like in the show at some point or somewhere. Uh, he, he's in one he episode. In, like, one episode. Yeah, exactly. Oh, OK. Yeah. And he that's works. where you learn his name is Rhoda because he in works this, as a MacGuffin. He only went with the nickname. <laughs> he's completely fine as a MacGuffin in this to be the thing to kind of like, cause it also makes sense that, you know, they're like the huts control, you know, Tatooine. I mean, probably also didn't know how long the show was going to make it. So they wanted to bring Anakin back to Tatooine again, just so you can see how angry he gets. And he's and like, there's ones he was focused like, what happened on Tatooine? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Emotionally I murdered closed. the men, the women and the children too. I, I committed a war crime. <laughs> Obi-Wan also commits crimes. a war crime in this, by the way, Obi-Wan commits False surrender, which is against the Geneva Convention. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is an actual thing. Yes, that's that false great. surrender is good though. Like where he it pulls the good. table up, he's like, I, I need refreshments. <laughs> Just drinking tea as his men die. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but again, Alleginus energy. The men are expendable. Yep. Really, I mean, the clones really are expendable in this. So, I mean, that really is not really seen in this movie, but is a little bit seen in this movie, especially as the show progresses. Clones are completely expendable to them because they're just clones. Which is wild if you like, like, are in on the lore on the actual numbers of it, like the the numbers of the armies versus each other. So I was listening to another podcast that like talks about this. They get into this point where the clones are outnumbered a hundred to one by the droids. So it was, I think they get six million altogether clones off Camino. So there's like half a billion droids. It's like, you, you can't be just marching your dudes out there like that. 
You got to conserve your resources. <laughs> I think yeah. it's just that stupidity too. Right. That really no goes through. And the fact that Palpatine is manipulating everything. Yeah, the, the droids are essentially just Zerg rushing. You you say that the you say the robots out, you know, uh you know, are are winning by like a hundred outnumbered like a hundred to one. But like if I had a fight, it's it's the same equivalent if I had to fight like a hundred toddlers. Sure, <laughs> I'm a grown man, but those toddlers aren't very smart. It's same thing with this. I don't understand how any of these robots get anything fucking done. Like they tip over with a small breeze. Have you watched Clone Wars? The movie or the series? The series. No, I haven't actually seen all of they them. have other droids and that's that's the, the battle droids are just the garbage it's the other stuff that actually gets the job done. <laughs> yeah no, they, they get like your tactical droids and stuff like that you get, like freaking assassin droids too later on yeah. in the, the show assassin like, droids are fucking cool you <laughs> yeah no they i mean they have powerful ass stuff it's just that like this is like the cheap grunts that you that yeah, you get to produce for ten gold or something like type of thing like, rts logic yeah it's a zerg rush basically you're just like a tr- out attritioning the clones so just keep throwing droids at it eventually they'll die they'll, but they also don't see clones as people which i think this movie touches sure, on yeah. very briefly i mean not with like any of the dialogue or anything just because of the way things happen like the way that they disregard them i think it's starting to kind of show that there's also a scene i think is kind of like kind of violent for a kid show where when jabba had sent bounty hunters to go find his kid which is how the clones figure out where he is they they they, they follow the bounty hunters to a church they're like, oh, the bounty hunters have returned. They just bring in a gurney with all the heads. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this is kind of like, this is a kid show. Like, I get his teenagers type stuff, but like, still, like, you're just, you're just a bunch of heads. Yeah, no, th- there's some moments. You could probably get away with saying they're helmets, but yeah. They're, they're not. I mean, only okay, one, one of them is a drone head. Oh, it's oh, literally yeah. one of the guys, one of the, like, white, no, tan aliens with three eyes. Yeah. Oh. That's um, a head. There's a, there's a Rodian head. Like, there's no, crap. that's no helmet. <laughs> one of them could either be a helmet or a droid. The first one is the insect-like one. Yeah, okay. I think that's a droid, but the other three are definitely. Okay. I mean, they're not they're even not like. Human. I mean, I could have seen if they would have tried to done like you know because you can. I have you know cartoons do that. They'll use helmets or other things to emulate what really happened. But like these are straight up heads. Okay. But I don't think so, they would have got away using a human head, which is probably why they chose three aliens. Right. Yeah, yeah, because we're we're xenophobic, I guess it's okay. To kill you. Pretty much, no, it's Star Star Wars is hella racist against aliens. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Anakin is hella racist in this movie, also. <laughs> I, think, I think Anakin's like racist in general. Maybe. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, the Empire eventually does become essentially a human like supremacist thing within the lore. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like when you yeah. base something off stormtroop, call them stormtroopers. It's so huh. weird that you know they become I racist. I wonder characters. what huh. they were referencing. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I I want to go a little bit deeper in that as well. So we we get the later plot point of this movie where Jabba the Hutt is tells you know the Jedi come and they're like, oh we'll go save your son. And then Count Dooku they does Jabba not know that Dooku was a, like maybe a Sith? Is that what part of this movie so is? No he does from what I remember, essentially nobody other than the Jedi believe like in the Sith. So okay. they're like like undercover like black ops type. And stuff. even then, they don't believe in the Sith. The Jedi barely do, and they barely do, and they're actually kind of trying to keep it like on the down low to the the general public. Because yeah, I was gonna say because like if a little Nazi walks in and is like, oh, don't believe that other guy that was just here. They're actually going to kill your son. And they have like a three second video. I kind of be like, oh, yeah, no, as, as far as like general Star Wars population is knows, Dooku is just he's the leader of the separatists. 
but they don't know like he's he's dark side and stuff like that. Um, yeah, they just see the separatists as wanting to I mean kind of like the idea of the Confederacy with us, you know, with America, the kind of I think is the way to put it. So okay. they kind of are it, it's kind of that but it's also kind of like a workers revolution type thing. Okay. Cuz from what I remember, the separatists is basically run by like all the heads of business like in the galaxy yeah head of banking clan i mean there's a brief scene in the beginning of this movie that shows a bunch of them the head of the techno union and they're kind of just together dude has the best sound effects the techno union guy (laughs) (laughs) he's basically just a dubstep alien so i mean they they do that i mean they 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 introduce you to so much stuff in this movie where i feel like this movie can be very standalone if you know this is your first star wars thing yeah it explains most of it pretty good yeah and dooku was a senator at one point, wasn't he? After he left the order? Um, no, I don't think he was a senator. He he's a count. He he becomes a count because he originally was his okay. family was of royalty. Then he you know gives that up, becomes a Jedi. Then when he gives up the Jedi order, he goes back to being what he was. Okay, he, he takes yeah. over the title of count and runs that planet or wherever he was, and then that leads to the separatist stuff. Yeah, he he, he does like speaking arrangements and stuff like that. <laughs> And they don't realize that he's being manipulated by Darth Sidious because they don't believe in Darth Sidious at this point. Like, especially when they see Asajj Ventress, I'm assuming it's supposed to be like, okay, Dooku's the master. This is his apprentice type thing. And they're not even realizing that <laughs> you're, 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 comp- you're completely off. <laughs> yeah. Except in the movie, Rings of the Sith, that doesn't count because she was never created at the time. I mean, she wasn't, she's completely forgotten about and actually act like she doesn't exist. So it's a different thing, but yeah. That gets explained for weird reasons, but it works in general. But anyways, I mean, also it's a war. I mean, this war goes on for what two or three years. The Clone Wars go on. Yeah, it's like it's two. I think it's like three years altogether. Which does make sense that they, you know, I mean, there's enough time that would have passed that, and the movie is so brief for you know, Rens of the Sith. Like it makes sense they never mention it. They have other stuff to worry about. <laughs> Plus, like, aren't the like all records wiped at the end of like Rens of the Sith? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Palpatine is big on he like wipes all the Jedi records and it's a lot of like wipes prop- all the... propaganda stuff, all that. Yeah, he rewrites history because that's what I mean. To be fair, that's what dictators do in re- in real yeah. life too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's <laughs> they rewrite their own history. Yeah, da, 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 da. so I mean that is <laughs> not far off from what what does happen in real life when you have dictators. But yeah. uh, there's a when they in the second part of this movie where they go to then you have Obi Wan goes to Jabba the Hutt to negotiate a treaty. Which I thought was stupid. They should have sent someone else, anybody else, you know, and then sent Obi Wan. And then there's an Anakin and Ahsoka and their small group to go and free the hut from, you know, from this church. And I and I I really like the scene of them climbing up the mountain where they're just scaling this thing straight up, and you just have them fighting droids. I think that's a really good scene. The music in that section also slaps. Yeah. It's like they got some electric guitars in there, which is like really weird for Star Wars. But it was really good. It, it felt like like almost like Quake music or something like that. <laughs> Even when they enter into the monastery, they switch the music again. And it's almost like a country type. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like it's got like sitar. I think it's like or sitar. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's so not Star cool Wars music, but it's really good. No, it it's surprisingly. I mean, just and just what's happening to the visuals of it of of them climbing up this hill and again, like they lose so many clone troopers while they're climbing up this hill because again, they're they're not you know they're not important. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just pop a few more out. It's no biggie. I, again, I think that's why he chose clones, because it was the idea that, you know, you go with something that can be considered expendable. Yeah. But I also think it might have just been a, a, a funny word to him or not, you know, a funny word. But like, oh, I'll just, I'll just say clone wars. That sounds cool in science fiction in the 70s. And he's like, oh, shit, I got to do something with this someday. <laughs> 
So I wrote myself into a corner. <laughs> I do think Jabba's pretty gullible at that point, though, because here they're going in, and all that Anakin says is, I hate huts. Oh, yeah, no, and Jabba's the, a dumbass in this movie. <laughs> like, they got a recording of him saying, I hate huts, so he's like, oh, they must be against me. They must be trying yeah. to kill me. Yeah. I mean, I think it also is, I feel like, well, my opinion of this part, too, is why Jabba sides with Dooku is because he probably had run-in with the Republic before, with law, with something, I'm assuming. So he has a different distaste for them, where Dooku is like the rebels and the separatists. So they're like, oh, okay, they're telling us the truth. I could see it more like he just doesn't like authority, because he's doing his crime stuff. But as far as I remember, like the Republic doesn't really care about the Outer Rim. That's kind of actually part of the, the separatist thing. Like, it's a lot of the Outer Rim planets also, because they're like yeah. saying, hey, y- y'all in the center rim are, are running everything, but we're out here getting the shit end of the stick. So, <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah, pretty much. Because, yeah, on Tatooine, they still have slaves, like they say it in episode one. Like, oh, I, I thought slavery was out- outlawed. It's like, no, nobody cares out here. We don't take your money out here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, this, again, they don't really care about the Outer Rim in this movie either. They're just trying to, you know, move troops. Right. They're just no, trying yeah, to it's a, it's destroy a the Yeah, exactly. And like everything with the monastery, I feel like it, it for a little bit when they first go in there, it definitely has the horror movie vibe when they have just the flashlights and they're just, you know, roaming around trying to find what's going on. I was waiting for something to jump out and just start grabbing them, <laughs> which didn't happen. Instead, they walk in the you know, dungeon and they're like, oh, droids. <laughs> the lighting in the scene where they're doing the landing, like coming off the, the cruiser, that was also a really, really good shot. I will give it that. I find it a little ironic that they would hide the baby hut in a same kind of monastery that Jabba's palace is. Because <laughs> the door. <laughs> well, it's a Bomar monk temple. They say it like a Bomar monk oh. monastery, <laughs> which is what Jabba has is an old Bomar monk monastery. I well. never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of noticed it, too, because like in the background, you see like one of the big platforms that Jabba like lays on. So that's cool. OK, yeah. that just made this movie cooler to me. That is weird. OK. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> I also like I find it funny when they're like, oh, people have droids. They couldn't be part of Dooku. Like, it's a, like, fuck anyone that has droids you think should be a separatist. Like, you think they're just giving away these droids? Like, here you go. I have an army of droids. So, <laughs> but again, I think it goes along with how stupid the Jedi, you know, truly are. Yeah. They just don't see anything. Yeah. Only ex- what's exactly in front of them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're so far up their ass. <laughs> they can't see it. But also, they have to project like we know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did like it with the servant droid that you've seen the monster. It's like, oh, you know, I'm a, you guys save me. And then later on when Ahsoka sees the same droid, you know, loading up with the, with the, with the separatists. And she's like, so you were a traitor. And then she just murders it. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, there's a lot of good humor. I was surprised how much humor there was with Ahsoka and the bots. And just, I was like, okay, this is like, this is funny. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Th- that bit was funny. Ahsoka coming in though, first where she's like, would a servant girl have this with the lightsaber? For me, that was laying it on a bit thick. Like, I'm a cool girl. That one was a that line was a bit much. I, I also thought that they were going to touch on with the hut being sick. I mean, they they have them heal him essentially, but they never like. I was thinking that they poisoned him on purpose so that way, if they did rescue him, he'd die anyway. Right? Yeah. They just burped the hut. <laughs> well, they give him medicine, but yeah. The I, doctor droid is hilarious, by the way. The hologram. That's yes. Where you just tell <laughs> just like see a real doctor. Yeah, yeah. all I could think of was a real doctor. <laughs> was Star Trek Voyager when I saw that? 
Because <laughs> all that went through my head, because I'm also on a Star Trek kick right now. I'm watching Next Gen, and I'm going to try to see go through the whole series. We'll see how that goes past that. But I was like, it was you know, when he's like, oh, call a real doctor. I'm like, what if we just make you hol- we just make your hologram stay? You'd be a real doctor. <laughs> uh, so I think it has to do with the fact that it's supposed to be like a baby. And like if you like keep babies up for long times and like not meet their needs, they end up getting sick. I could probably they also end up dying too. Yeah. <laughs> you also will be going crazy too because they won't stop screaming. So <laughs> that's another side effect if you don't take care of babies, they scream. I speak from experience. My baby screamed a lot when he was little. <laughs> they all do. The baby hut is his hella cute. I like how they nickname him Stinky though. They really hit it hard when they <laughs> when they first pick him up though. It's like five stinky jokes back to back to back. And I do like how racist though Anakin is. Oh, the, yeah, no, I mean, like you said, oh, yeah. Anakin uh, is about to like throw out a hut slur or something in this movie. <laughs> I mean, again, it makes sense because he was originally enslaved by the huts and then he was sold from the hut to Watto. Right. No, no. Logically, it makes sense. I just find it, it hilarious. <laughs> I do too. Like, it's just like, because again, I mean, I think like, well, I mean, they knew, of course, at this point, they're like, we want to. You know, we want to make that that arc of showing how Anakin becomes Vader, and we're going to start it here. We're going to plant little seeds here. You also have one of the, a small scene where one of the troopers that Obi Wan is talking to is Cody. You know, which is a reference yep. to Revenge of the Sith. I don't Cody. remember, but I'm assuming Cody plays a big plays a part in throughout the series too, right? Cody, he's not in it as much as Rex, but he's definitely um, he definitely has a few episodes where he's like centered. He mostly works um, with Obi Wan, don't he? Yeah, he's he's in Revenge of the Sith when he when they turn mm-hmm. on when they turn on Obi Wan. Yeah, no, he he's he's part of Obi Wan's battalion. The show itself mostly follows Anakin's the the five hundred first. Yeah, yeah, that's why you see a lot more Rex. Yeah, I like Rex. I also like. I mean, I for, like when this came out, I was like, I don't give a shit about any of these characters, and then <laughs> I remember there being like figures and posters and stuff when I worked there. I'm like, I don't care about any of this, and then now I'm like, okay, yeah, I care. <laughs> I, I laugh at one thing because when Rex escapes, he like beats up a bunch of droids. A couple of the troopers do, right? Because they don't have guns, they smack their heads off and yeah. then grab their gun. Yeah. But right at the beginning in the opening, when they running troops, one of the troopers loses his gun and he runs out and smacks a droid and screams because it hurts his hand. <laughs> that that happens like three times in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of the clones are really stupid too. <laughs> they are. They really are. So I mean, they, yeah, that's how I. One thing I thought was, like, it was, again, to me, it was a funny thing. Like, you think Jabba would be like, okay, you know, because Anakin Skywalker does eventually come and threaten Jabba. And you think he'd, like, when Luke shows up, you know, 30 years later, Skywalker, huh? <laughs> or 20 years later. No, what actually came to mind for me with Jabba is, like, so Jabba runs Tatooine. He's interacted with Obi-Wan. He's n- never, because you see, like, in I don't know if y'all see in the Boba Fett series. Busy Plus, yeah. yeah. So, the... Crime Lord of Tatooine, like, he goes around to businesses and stuff like that. So I found it funny that we want to interact with him here, but then never after. I, I don't know if that's, like, CinemaSins level <laughs> nitpick. No, it's, it's not like it breaks it for me, but I just found it, like, interesting. I take it more as what I always use to kind of reference that, why nobody knows he's who he is, is because everyone believes he's dead because they were told by the propaganda machine that they're all dead. Right. So that's kind of that thing where you don't expect them to be there, so you don't even see them there. And my guess is that he just, you know, vanished if it, if he came around. Mm, okay, okay, yeah, it makes sense, makes sense. Plus, everyone thinks he's dead. I mean, all the Jedi are dead. Yeah. So that's what they think. 
I mean, except the more stuff, the more movies and shows that come out, we realize, no, there's a lot more than I exactly. think. Uh-huh. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. I don't think they ever really went away. Return of the Jedi. It's like, there's quite a few out there now. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them are all put away throughout the uh, yeah. shows, though. Yeah, they're all, they're all stand out on the DL. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense why you don't know most of them, but. So, yes, what do you think of Jabba's uncle? Oh, zero. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and make this joke right now before we go ahead and get for it. Confirm it. Mike knows I am a, a homosexual man. That is a homosexual the hut. <laughs> no one can convince me that that job that hut family member is not a gay man. Oh yeah, no, he, he, is, 100%. he is straight up a Truman Capote impression. So <laughs> he actually is. Apparently, yep. I I did some research on the, this because I was curious about him because George Euclid asked for him to sound like that because he wasn't supposed to talk at all at first. He was supposed to speak Huttese and have a translator. And they didn't think kids would understand what the translator that he spoke into was. But they have Jabba. <laughs> I know. So okay. just what George Lucas said, have him be Truman Capote. And <laughs> I was looking into it, too, because it's um, I find, find it hilarious because huts at this time were her hermaphrodites. There was no sexes in, oh. back in Legend. Right. But when Disney came out, they changed it. Now there's male and female. I believe that. So now he can be... <laughs> Okay. Whereas back then they said it was questionable as sexuality because he's hermaphrodite, like all of them anyway. Does does that mean in this movie, Jabba the Hutt doesn't really have a partner? He just kind of gives birth to his own kid? Basically, so, it's possible. Uh, within, lore, he, within lore at the time, yes. But now... Now there's Jabba, a mother out there somewhere. Yeah, Jabba has known a female hut carnally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to think about how that would work. Too no, I, I don't either. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're 100. I mean, I thought the same thing. I, I remember, I remember like it being weird to me when I was when I was younger and I watched this. But now I'm like, okay, yep, that's 100. percent Like that's what they're going for. I don't, I can't tell if it's like derogatory or is it just like it's. I, it no, feels it's, like it's there, kind of like a little. It's, like, it's borderline because yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of discussion on. It. I went looking and yeah, there's a lot of discussion. Other some people defending it and some people saying it's yeah, it's leaned too far into the stereotype. Plus, but, 2008 was a t- different time and not in a good way. When it comes to stuff yeah. like that, we were much more used. Well, yeah, we're, we're much better about things now than we were then. So, well, I mean, uh, Disney is all, Disney and just movies in general have just a thing about gay coding villains. So, like Scar in Lion King, all that. It's yeah, it's making gay guy equals bad guy or more effeminate man well, is bad guy. It's well, just Scar like a wasn't. thing. Gay, was gay? Not that he is gay, but he's in writing. He had a whole Harlem of female tiger, uh, female lions, like right. But he's the only male. (laughs) But I guess you could say he is more effeminate, though. Than like you look at him compared to his brother, the big masculine man. uh, Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, now is that like Ursula being essentially based on a drag queen stuff like that? Oh yeah, yeah, it's like a thing. No, yeah, no. Ursula is yeah. straight up based on on Divine. The, There's the a guy who's been watching yeah. RuPaul Drag Race lately because my wife thought we have it on Paramount. Yes, that I can 100 percent see it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, was, another big one was Radigan and Great Mouse Detective. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a thing in in script writing. It's yeah, gay coding villains is kind of a, a stereotype thing. What is There's, it? Yeah, there's tons. Huh. Freaking. Is it the movies? The villain in Pocahontas is that guy that wears like the all gold and stuff. Is now also kind of yeah, thing. that one. I just thought it was a rich guy. No, he wears like a bunch of like feathers and stuff like towards the end of the movie or something. Yeah, it, doesn't it, he? It's never like it's been a while. 
it's never explicit, like, oh, he is the gay guy, but it's, it's coding like that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, Asad, we can kind of talk about, like, Asad Ventress. I mean, she's a bald character, a bald female character. Bald baddie, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could have been a little like, bit what they were going for, too, or something. No, her and Obi-Wan have totally boned. The energy is <laughs> off the charts. I mean, she was, she's introduced, like her. I said earlier, Tavalski, the 2003 show, yes. and they brought her back for this. She was awesome in that, the whole thing where she got to be his uh, Dooku's apprentice. That episode yeah, was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like I'm, she's doing like a whole Coliseum thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Freaking rules. That show is so good. <laughs> and just every, like the monastery stuff is all good. And like how you have Anakin, like pretty much have to like give up on the troops at one point because the mission comes first and he doesn't want to. Does. Like I think that's all good again, showing that, you know, I mean, and at this point there's very few left with Rex. Like Rex and just a couple yeah. clone troopers are left because they all just been massacred. Does that have to go with his weird attachment thing? Probably, yeah. Probably, but it's, it's one of he's one of the few Jedi that actually treat clones as if they're people because of it. Because they just, they don't, which is, again, I think it makes sense in the sense of when you have a war and you have people that you're sending to your death like this and you're not trained for war because you're a Jedi and you're a peacekeeper, it makes, and you have no attachment in general, it makes sense that you just see these as pawns. I mean, literal pawns. Yeah. And expendable. And then again, which also leads to everything that comes on later and why they're, you know, <laughs> why they make some of the decisions they make. I do like in this movie, it shows you how bad, just like how vicious destroyer droids are, but it also shows you a funny way to beat them, like when they just run, when they run away and let it roll towards them at one point. Yeah, that, yeah. that tactic is pretty funny. The other one, I know they, another one that happens like later on is you just like roll a bomb under their, their shield and you're good. <laughs> Which again makes sense because the idea that it goes too slow, it can't deflect it. Not designed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like dune, dune shields. So I, I'm, I'm okay with that. And you get to see R2-D2 do his little jet thing again that he does in Attack of the Clones. What happened to those jets? They weren't invented. <laughs> I know, but still. <laughs> they, they retcon how good they work every other movie. <laughs> R2 got tired of carrying the rest of the party on his back. He said, you know what? I'm putting in low effort from now on. <laughs> oh, I mean, God, there's so much effort R2 does it throughout the series in this movie. Like, he is no, such R- a character. R2 is the real MVP in this series. Yeah. Oh, and to, to go back on the hut that we were talking about, I completely forgot Padme's in this movie. Yeah, she I just, yeah. It. <laughs> like, oh, Padme's here now. Because <laughs> it's like over an hour in before Padme even shows up. That's why, like, this movie, com- I was trying to watch it, like, from the perspective of, like, okay, I'm watching this in a theater. If you do not know these characters beforehand going in, you will be lost. Yeah. Because, like, Padme comes out of nowhere. It's like, it's like who, who is this person? Obviously, I know because I'm because I'm a Star Wars nerd, but I can imagine like parents taking their kids to see this or critics watching it, like not being I think familiar. With children, you would just move on. No, no. As a kid mentality. Yeah, you're fine. You just roll with it. But, but like critics, a, a yeah, parent, critics would yeah. complain. But I think it like in the in the way the movie flows, even though if you don't know who she is, you won't get some of the context of she's like Anakin, Anakin's in danger. Like, you have enough of, I'm a senator. Oh, okay, we might know the word senator because, you know, we heard it in our real life. You know, something of that nature and her being, oh, she's in trouble. Like, you know, stuff like that. Right, there's no, enough you, to keep you I, interested. I think you, you would get a role and you'd be interested. But, like, contextually, I feel like it, it, this this is not a good, like, onboarding. Not Star for her. Wars. It works for everyone else, I, I, I want to say. But for her, it's a little like, eh. I mean, I don't mind it. Cause like, but I, I, I see exactly where you're coming from. I don't know how you'd fix it. <laughs> Not having this movie. 
Yeah. You, you, that, you, yeah. yeah. That, that or she just, just yeah, felt unnecessary. Good. It felt yeah. like, you know, because again, everything's just happening. You just have her like you could have had something else to do with that hut. You could have had. But I guess it's the idea that you wanted to put a, a woman in trouble. Yeah. And if you have the three episode mentality of this movie, she was in the third episode. She wasn't in the first two. Uh, in my opinion, though, like if you look at it as three episodes, it works because like, OK, now we're doing the Padme episode and she's in the, the arc yeah. now. But yeah. if you're coming in as trying to watch this like as a movie, I feel like structurally it's it's a little tough. The pacing in this is also like break. I, I, like, video I, I also I didn't I didn't watch this in one sitting. I watched this over the course of like two days. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I watched it this morning. I, I like watch it yeah. to brush up to come in fresh. And yeah, no, it, it is fight, talk, fight, talk. So now, like, I, to be fair, though, this is this did come out after Star Wars three. And it's also still called The Clone Wars. And you think probably any reasonable parent who kid, whose kid is like, oh, I'm really into Star Wars. You would think they would at least probably either, if not ignore the fact that, that they go to the movie, at least watch the other ones. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because I, I, the weird my weird concept is, is like that's like today I went to go see Scream 6 and there's tons of references to the other movies. And one of my friends wanted to go, but they didn't they haven't watched the other ones. It's like, would you really enjoy yourself if you haven't seen the other movies? Yeah, this is definitely something you need to be like fully bought in to to enjoy. I also feel like a kid in 2008 would have already absorbed certain stuff just for osmosis through toys, through what they'd see on commercials. Like you would absorb some of it already. Yeah, well, as, as a kid, I don't know. I never minded popping into the TV series either in the middle. It was yeah, I mean, now episodes. But if you told me that, I'd look adult. at you like you just murdered my you just murdered my <laughs> child. But <laughs> like, sure, let's just watch a yeah. random anything random movie in the middle of it. Like I was, I've been going back and watching some of the movies from the eighties, like Back to the Future, for example, which you'll hear on the show by the time you hear this. I had never seen that movie all the way through because <laughs> I just would watch it randomly here and there. That's so, since I met my wife, she's made me watch movies from the beginning, and I never realized how many movies I never saw the start of. <laughs> like missed right, the first right. fifteen minutes. And there's uh-huh. movies like you've you've seen the whole movie, but you've never seen it sequentially. You've seen like bits here, yeah. bits there. Yeah, <laughs> like I was too. watching Blade Runner for the show recently, and I realized I I only saw little bits and parts of that movie. I just kept missing the beginning, missing the end. I must have been like, oh, Blade Runner, oh, this is stupid, and turn it off and went on to something else. Uh, for for me, a big one like that was <laughs> Saving Private Ryan because that one was like on TNT all the time. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, you, you could go in like half hour in or whatever, and you've missed part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Like the whole thing, like in the third act of this movie, when they do ret- when they get they get the tattooing, they're trying to bring back Stinky. Like I feel like that's also good to kind of show you how how Anakin gets suckered into things because he listens to Dooku, he gets sucked into Dooku saying, "Oh, Ahsoka's here, and you know she's going to be killed," and he just falls for it. Yeah, no, Anakin totally tunnel visions. That's like his, his main problem. <laughs> you as know, a character. You know how I know this movie was made in two thousand eight. Well, go for that- it. There is a whole 10 minute section of Ahsoka and Anakin in the desert and not one. I hate sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere joke because I guarantee you if this movie was made now, if they would have said that like three times in the span. I, of I was expecting it. There, OK, <laughs> it's not it. the exact line, but she does say something to just something similar to R2. It's like, oh, it's just gritty sand. I'll clean out your servos later. Yeah. But yeah, they, they would have hammered the meme nowadays. If yeah, they, now. they would have. That was like <laughs> that was my main. Like, I don't know if y'all have seen the Obi-Wan series. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was my main problem with that. They end the series on a meme. <laughs> and I don't remember the ending now. I don't either. <laughs> it made no lasting repa- impression. Yeah. Uh, it didn't either yeah, for my have, numbers either. I have 
thoughts about the Obi-Wan series, let's put it that way. He, he says hello there. It's, yeah, it ends on oh, hello there. Oh. <laughs> the last line cuts black. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, now I remember that. Oh, but to, oh. to okay, before we go to the desert, because I forgot something I want to mention, uh, to go back like with Padme stuff, I want to talk a little about that. They, I think I like the stuff with Padme where she goes to the with the hut and, you know, like she holds her own for a bit. Like she tricks them mm-hmm. into having them, you know, call reinforcements essentially to go rescue her, too. She's like, don't <laughs> touch that. And they do because they're stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, she she does play them pretty good. That one is pretty funny. Yeah. I did also like animation thing. I noticed you can tell they were like saving budget a little bit with her particularly because very specifically she loses the cape when she's about to go into the action scene. Cause it'll be easier to animate it without the, the cloth <laughs> physics. Oh. <laughs> you notice it on, on the Ventress saber fight too. She she takes off like her her flowy parts of the costume, so she's just in like the skin tight. They, they have the budget to do it for Dooku, but not anybody else. That's funny. What, I didn't think what? about that, but that makes sense. And to go back with your your desert stuff, like you really you really get to see Ahsoka how powerful she kind of is. She takes out three of those droids, like the fake. Jedi yeah. fighter droids with like the the wands, like yeah, no. and those, those are not easy. Those dudes were like no. working Obi Wan in in Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> and she takes out three of them. And it's probably like you saw her fight Ventress. She actually held off Ventress for not long, but more than I thought she would with Ventress. Yeah, they 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 do a good job of showing you that she's actually a pretty powerful character. I I can't wait to see what they do because there's a Soka show coming out at some point. I think this in 2023 we're getting it. Mm, yeah, if I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah, and yeah, I haven't given a release date, but I I'm excited to see more of her because I really want to see where it goes with her story. I'm hoping they do it like in actual sets, though, because like I don't know how much y'all are familiar with how they shoot the like the Mandalorian and Obi Wan and all that. Yeah, on that rotating yeah, the, camera thing. Yeah, yeah, the big like LED screen room. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the thing is, though, that messes with, like, your blocking for your action scenes and stuff like that. So that's why some of the action scenes in Obi-Wan feel kind of weak, in my opinion, because they barely have, like, room to actually move around. Like, the foot chases in Obi-Wan and all that feel weird because of that. (laughs) So I'm hoping they they give them actual space, like, on sets or or location to do something, because, you know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I think they're learning, though, from their mistakes. Yeah, definitely. I was reading something a lot of talk after the, after Ant Man not performing. So, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of talk because they talked about how Bo Katan's not going to be in this series now. Katie Sackhoff apparently said she's not, and in the Ahsoka one, in the Ahsoka one, she apparently Ooh. in an interview, Katie Sackhoff said, "I'm not in this." Okay, and they were saying it's part of the Mandoverse, which is actually the first time I ever heard this expression. Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's really the reboot. I mean, not reboot. Okay, reboot the wrong word. It's really just the, the next section of Star Wars. Like, you know, we we you know, you have this section where it's all Clone Wars stuff at the time, and then you know they tried to go on with Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and then after that didn't work out. Now they're like, okay, we're just gonna do stuff here with Mando because this is working. I mean, yeah, they got like thirty years worth of timeline to to play around with. So yeah, yeah. That, that's where I I'd want to be writing. And I'm I'm okay with that. I said I wouldn't mind more stuff after those movies, but I think it's going to be a while before we see Ray or any yeah. of them again. So I'd like to see some more stuff there in the vein of like how Clone Wars handled it, just to try and build out that world more. Because I feel that's one of the things reasons those movies are weak. Yeah, I but, want more. Yeah, sure. but, the, the, but the, there is a lack of world building in those new ones. Yeah, yeah. even and I, I'm a defender of the sequels. Like I enjoy the sequels. But yeah, I do too. But I like more. Yeah, 
I haven't seen him in a while. I really like Force Awakens. I do not like Last Jedi, and I remember loving Rise of Skywalker, but I'm worried that will not be the case when I rewatch it. So that's how oh, I felt no. when I saw them. But I don't. I, know I am. Now. I am flipped. I am a Last Jedi defender. Same. And for me, like Rise of Skywalker, there are parts of that movie that had my eyes like rolling out of my skull. Well, the problem with that with that trilogy is the first movie and the third movie connect. The second movie doesn't fit what doesn't, they want. Like they don't. It wasn't a cohesive idea. Right. They screwed it up. But my, my my issue with Rise though is that they're backpedaling. Oh god, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they yeah, did, yeah, yeah, fully, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. And like it, it's fine if you didn't like necessarily The Last Jedi, but at least that movie tried something. And then the next one is just like, no, no, no. Okay, wait, we we sorry, we messed up. Let's take it back. Take it back. And it's like, eh. but well, anyway, that, that's it, the whole yeah, it's a whole yeah, it's a whole thing. As far as I'm concerned, there were two movies, the movie The Last Jedi or yeah, the last Jedi ends after that fight with Palpatine. Not, not Palpatine, Snoke. That's where the right. movie ends, and nothing else happens after that. <laughs> exactly. It, it was a great dual movie series. The the film canisters got burned up on the way to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. I, yeah. I haven't seen The Last Jedi in a while either. But oh, the kind of the few more things that I want to mention about this movie mm-hmm. is like I feel like it does a good job of putting a bow on things. You get that one hut that gets arrested. By the Republic, which kind of helps, you know, turn more because she comes. He comes back in a later episode of the Clone Wars too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cat he, comes stuff. He, he comes back with the uh, singer uh, that Jabba's in love with. Oh yes, he is. <laughs> he is Sice Noodles' boyfriend. Yes, that's right. And like what a, the stuff what a with Star like Star Wars names. Where you, after you have Ahsoka beats those droids, you have when Anakin does show up at Jabba's palace and you know, pretty much kind of threatens him. And it like, they failed at the whole like negotiating because Anakin can't negotiate. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he, he is not specced for, for this mission. No, like that's why, like he's ready to he's ready to kill Jabba and kill everybody. Kill pull <laughs> lightsaber on a hut. Like there's Anakin, no way anything's going to happen after that. <laughs> Anakin is pure DPS. He is not specced for, for charisma. Yeah. But no, I just, I don't know, I just, I, I think those droids that Ahsoka takes out are in some game that I played, and they were a bitch to beat, and that's why I kind of judge, like, that's how I judge certain things in Star Wars now, is based on how hard it was in a game. That <laughs> they, in they were the in the Revenge of the Sith game. They're Revenge of the Sith game, and they that. were horrible in that. I've never played those. Okay, so, have you played, like, the Lord of the Rings games? I played Two Towers. Yes. Okay, it's it's basically that, but Star Wars. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's good. It's a good time. And there is a fighting game mode in that game that is has no right being as good as it is. <laughs> I, I remember when it came out and I thought it was a fighting game, so I paid no interest to it. I played it on a handheld, that version. I don't remember if it was a Game Boy or if it was DS. It might have been DS. There's a Game Boy Advance for oh, one Oh, it might have been them. Game Boy Advance then. That's the one I played. That's like a beat-em-up. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the one I played. Okay, and that's those, a good game. Those like, guys were hard in that. I remember that. Like Are you the one that's in Overblood that talks about that game, Will? Which one? Attack of the, the Star Wars game for Game Boy Advance, of Revenge of the Sith. Mm, no, I've n- I never had it on on handheld. Okay, I've seen like videos up. of it though, and it looked. If I'm not mistaken, it's way forward. There's someone yeah. I've met, and there's someone in Overblood that talk, that really likes that game that talks about it every so often. I've really enjoyed it, but I haven't played it in years. But I, yeah. it was really good at the time. Way, way forward only drops bangers. I I know that uh the the things the robots you guys keep talking about. I think that's whenever you get your first real challenge in a uh, Fallen Order. I gotta play that. I have that. Up yeah, there. they there are enemies that have like the similar weapon, like the the electro staff. Yeah, you you fight a bunch of clone troopers, and they're you they're surprisingly easy. And then you get to the end of like that first part, and there's one enemy with that, and it actually kind of gives you kind of a challenge. Right. Okay. 
Oh, and the game that I was talking about is Star Wars The Clone Wars Republic Heroes. It came out in 2009, so it would have been based on the first the first okay. season, Weird. which I never played, but I want to one day. Oh, to go way back to the beginning, sorry, I did look up the ro- opening crawl. Rogue One had one, but you're right, Solo didn't have one. Rogue One had one? That's yeah. Cool. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I need to go back and watch Rogue it's One. It's a short little one, but yeah. it's there. I, I flip-flop on that movie a lot. I liked it at first, and then I didn't like it, and now I like it again. I hated <laughs> it at first, but now I like it. <laughs> It just depends. I mean, for me, I haven't seen it in a while, but I have a hard time with depressing movies. Yeah, yeah it, it is, it I is get a downer. That. That's why so, I haven't watched Andor yet. Andor is good. So good. I, I got to watch it. So I just, I gotta, it's, <laughs> not, <laughs> it's good. It's not depressing, actually, for the most part. Okay. But don't I, watch it all in one day like I did. It starts slow, but the payoff is worth it. And there are like three monologues at, in the last couple of episodes, like back to back to back, all bangers. Like, Stellan Skarsgård needs an Emmy for this show. You know, I doubt that's going to happen, unfortunately, because it's science fiction. Exactly. But and Star Wars and those type of award shows don't like Star Wars or Marvel stuff. So Yeah. Right, any last things you want to say about the movie before we go on to our ranking system, Shelf Stacker Box? Nothing really I had in my notes. Pretty much covered everything I went over or I took note of. I, I did find it funny at the end that, like, Anakin and Padme are totally giving each other like the goo goo eyes when they're oh, when yeah. they're on the call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It like ends on them. It's like, oh okay, they're gonna bone later. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I forgot to mention that I, I, I need to mention this. The end of this movie when they, they like they, they you know they succeed, they you know bring the, the they make their peace with Jabba, it plays a throne room song from the end of New Hope. And I really like that song because it was at my wedding. Oh, that sounded yeah. familiar. And that's it's, it's that that song is only in A New Hope, and then they bring it here too. It's when they get the medals, and I was like, that is really cool. They brought that back. Cool. <laughs> my that song means a lot. I just really like that song too. And I'll say scene, my favorite. Though it's a, my favorite. Line. Even though that scene is a shot by is a shot for shot from a Nazi propaganda film. <laughs> yeah, of, right. A New Hope, but still, it's great. <laughs> well, no, yeah, pretty much any old cinema is is all Triumph of the Will. Because yeah, like Hollywood <laughs> in general. <laughs> no, Hollywood in general, like they, like historically speaking. They took a lot of camera shots and stuff like that from like old Nazi propaganda stuff. Just anything old Hollywood <laughs> is pretty much that. I will say my favorite okay. line in there was "Jedi don't run." <laughs> that one was good. No, well, they just stand and die. Apparently, when Order sixty six happens, so, pretty hey. much I'll get murked. All right, let's go on to shelf stacker box. And Joe, what about you? That's a hard one, honestly. I think I'd probably end up putting this on the shelf. And a way of like, oh, yeah, you're going to go through the entire Star Wars series, which I don't plan on doing, but I do need to go through the entire catalog at some point because I missed Rebels and the Clone Wars final season. And in fact, pretty much like three fourths of the Clone Wars TV series. So I you can miss majority of it. So I think. Yeah, I, I'll probably end up putting this on the shelf just as a kind of like a, it was pretty good. And I could probably use the watch just to watch the entire series. OK, and I'll go next. I'm also going to put this on the shelf. I really enjoyed this movie. I. As she was walking, trying to watch it a second time, and I watched it while we're recording, I just really like this film. I I came into it with low expectations, but it's fun. It feels good. It's entertaining. It's just a good movie, and it, it's a feel good movie. You don't you don't walk away from this movie being sad. And the dialogue's <laughs> actually hey, the dialogue's better in this film than it is in Attack of the Clones and Twilight, which I just watched <laughs> yesterday. So oh, yeah. hey, that's the impressive sand, right there. It's so coarse and rough. <laughs> Oh God! I was when I was rewatching Twilight. I was watching Twilight. Oh my God! I forgot how bad that dialogue is. <laughs> so yeah, this movie the dialogue was great compared to those movies. So it's going on the shelf. Uh, what about you, Jody? Uh, yeah, definitely shelf. Just as part of the whole Clone Wars series, 
to build out those movies. It's why I enjoy the prequels so much is just how much lore is there, but it needed this to fill it out. And that's why I just love this movie as a start to that series. Okay. And Will, since you're new, it, it shelf means something you really like, stack means something you like, but not as much, and box means something you dislike. Okay, okay. So, in my lizard brain Star Wars fan sense, this is fun. <laughs> but, like, as an actual movie, I, it, uh, there are problems. I, I wouldn't say I hated it, so I don't want to say box it. Or, what, what was it? Uh, shelf? Is the yeah, box is like lowest. Okay. I would say, like, low stack, I would okay. say. There's fun to be had because, yeah, if you're just looking for cool action and stuff like that, yeah, that's there. But, like, structurally as a movie, it, 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 I can't I can't give it the, the, the full-on endorsement. <laughs> I get that. Okay. All right. That's not what I expected, but <laughs> we, I'm glad we all most, you know, we three out of four walked away really liked this movie. So, hey, that works. I wasn't <laughs> sure because some people do not like this movie. Uh, I, that's the thing. I can definitely see how people, some people would like hate this movie. I wouldn't say I hate it, but there are definitely problems. Like, I, I don't know how much stock y'all put into scores and stuff, like Metacritic or whatever. None. Th- this, yeah. None. <laughs> right. But on average, this is like the lowest. Oh, this shouldn't lowest be. Rating. Yeah. I, I liked it. it better than Attack of the Clones, I'll say that. I mean, that's not a high bar. So <laughs> I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would when I covered it for the show, but that is not a high bar. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I would probably put it above Attack of the Clones because yeah, Attack of the Clones is a bad movie. I enjoy it, but it's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and if you oh, and Jody, where can people find you at? So I'm Bakuiel on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. That's B A K U I E L. All right, and Will, where can people find you at? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and Twitter as double underscore double V. I-L-L-A-I-N, villain. So I'm on there. Uh, if you want to check out my Instagram, I do like action figure photography. So that's pretty fun. Also on Facebook, feel free to join up on the uh, I Watch the Entire Overblood Super Replay group. Pretty good game group. Mike also is in there. Good community. Awesome. Talking video games, talking nerd stuff. There for a good time. Question. Hell <laughs> yeah. Every week. All right. And if you want to hear all their other Star Wars content, you will see a link in the show notes to all the Star Wars stuff we produce, which is over 20 some episodes at this point. So definitely go check that out. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find over 450 other episodes of this podcast all on Podbean. Or that's where it has everything. And you can also find us on YouTube where we do t- we do video games, movies, comics, all sorts of stuff. So you can find tons of content there. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasphere. You can follow her on TikTok. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40. So definitely go check him out. And if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. For a little dollar, you can vote in our Patreon polls. You'll see a link in the show notes. Definitely check that out. And we do have a Discord where you can chat with us. You'll also see a link in the show notes for that, too. Please join our Discord. And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs>